Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And joining us as he does every Wednesday morning is Hall of Famer Bernie Federico. Bernie, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing great, thanks. How much fun are you having watching this Thomas Kairou Buchnevich line? Boy, they've uh, they've got some skills, don't they? Uh, it's it's really it's it's so much fun to watch that because uh, I mean, uh, obviously, you look around the league and you, you see lines put together, and you you see you know sometimes the skill. I mean, you watch you know what Colorado did with Nathan McKinnon, of course, Landis Cog, and what what they've been able to do together. But you watch this line now. And the beauty about this is they're young. <laughs> they're going to continue to get better, but um, they put on a show last night when they needed them the most. I think that's the most important. But beautiful pass from Kyrie to Thomas for the game-winning goal last night. So uh, I, 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 can't, I can't say enough about Buchnevich, though, because every time I watch him, I, I like the way he plays. I, I love him, too. And, Bernie, with all due respect to the Stanley Cup champions, I'm trying to think of uh, an addition of the Blues that had three gifted players like these three, and th- they have a ways to go because they are so young. But, man, I have to go back to that team that had you and, and Joey Mullen and Gilmore to find three just physically and innately gifted hockey players like these three are. Well, you know, I mean, obviously the Blues have had some, some, some you know, when, when you look at Oates and, and Hull playing right. together, I mean, on that line, I mean, so, I mean, the, the Blues have had that, but, to, to, you know, to have three guys, though, uh, that have really complicated each other, uh, and they're even still getting to know each other. I mean, I, I think that they're new to each other. I mean, uh, Cairo and, and uh, uh, Thomas obviously came into their, their own last year. They, they had the breakout seasons. And, of course, you know, Buchnevich, we really didn't know that much about him. I mean, obviously what he did with the Rangers, we didn't see that much. But uh, now all of a sudden the three of them playing together, and uh, it's, it's really uh, uh, they've got so much hockey sense. I think that would be the word to, to, to call them. And uh, I think that as, as they continue to stay together, I think they're going to continue to get better. Hey, Bernie, uh, Randy talks about the, the 2019 team that won the Stanley Cup and how they were a heavy team. They, they played in that manner. Um, and when you look at the Calgary Flames from last night, they seem to be a very fast team playing with a lot of speed. The Blues seem to be somewhere in between the two. What, what is their best style of play for them to continue to have this type of success? You know, Kerry, I think they're still trying to find their identity. I mean, the, the team has changed a little bit this year. I mean, obviously you've got, we talked about just the line, the Thomas line. I mean, they, they can score off the rush. I mean, that's something that uh, the Blues really have not over the course of the last you know, few years now. They've been more of a grinding team, getting the puck in deep, cycle it, and, and uh, that's how they kind of scored all their goals. Well, now they can score off the rush uh, with that line, but I think the rest of the team is still going to want to be uh, grinding, um, you know the Shen line right now. Uh, you know, playing with with Saad and Bar- Barbashev, uh, that's a grinding line. I mean, let's not forget that O'Reilly and and uh, uh, Tarasenko are out right now. So there's still there's a couple of skilled guys there still. That uh, O'Reilly's his his game is is strictly grinding. Um, uh, Vladdy is not. So 
they're still trying to find the identity. I, I, I still like it when they grind, but it's nice to see uh, a line that can, can you know score with their skill as well. So uh, this team is has got uh, a lot of talent. We, we keep talking about the depth that they have, and uh, we really don't know what they are yet, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's more than half the season is gone now, so they still have to continue to climb the ladder. Uh, I like what I'm seeing out of them. They still got to get better defensively. I um, mean, their goaltending is, is so good. Uh, I think that we get spoiled watching their goaltender, goaltending each, each and every night, whether it's uh, uh, Bennington or even Grice, because, I mean, a couple of goals last night uh, from Markstrom were not good goals, the goals that shouldn't go in. And, and really, when we watch the Blues goalies, we don't really see that happen. That's very, very rare for, for them to give up bad goals. Hey, what have you seen from this uh, the la- the fourth line in in uh, Torpchenko, Alexandrov, and Pidlik? Uh, Alexandrov got the goal last night, just shooting to the net. Um, what have you seen from those guys, and and how well they've been performing? Well, they they've got a lot of energy. I mean, Craig Brewery talked about their energy, and I mean that's what you want out of your fourth line guys that are going to go in there and bang and and do those little things and and really run time off the clock uh, and bring the rest of the team energy, but. I think when the fourth line scores some goals, that's always a bonus. And I always say when the fourth line scores goals, you should win that game because they're giving you some extra offense. But, I mean, Alexandrov has is, is got some really good skill. I mean, I love the way Torpchenko plays. He's getting more and more confidence because he is one of those guys that can carry the puck, but he's big and he he's physical. He's going to get in there, and he's got a really good set of hands. Uh, Pitlick has been a, a real good acquisition this year. I mean, he's, he's again, another energy guy. Uh, that is going to go in there and, and do those little things that that are going to kind of you know change the balance of, of a game. So uh, I mean the fourth line has been really good. I mean I think they were the best line really the Blues had in Montreal. Of course the Blues didn't win that game, but I think they provided some offense and they certainly provided an awful lot of energy over the course of a time where. The Blues are missing key people because of the injuries. And Bernie, with that being the case, and you talked about how the defense needs to improve with the rules as they are now, and let me back up here. It used to be that when the red line was a thing and you couldn't make a two-line pass, you didn't have to have the exceptionally talented defense and you could play a system that would really suppress the other team's ability offensively. Is there a way schematically now if, if you don't have your guys to play a defensive system that works? Well, I think, Randy, it's still I, I think the system, yeah, maybe because of the red line is not there. It's changed a little bit. I mean, you can have those long outlet passes uh, all the way up to the the, you know, the far blue line if you need to do that. But, and a lot of teams just do that and then kind of just chip it in. But I still think as long as there's no gaps between forwards and defense, you know, the five guys are moving up together all the time. There's still not going to be a lot of space. I mean, it's only 200 feet. I mean, if you can get everybody within the 90 feet or whatever it is, then it's really hard to get somebody behind that unless, you know, because if you're cheating uh, behind them, you know, you're going to be you know, short-handed. I mean, basically, you're going to be playing five on four if you, if you don't have someone coming back. So I still think it's it's gap closure. If you, if you can keep the gaps between forwards and defense uh, at a minimum, uh, I think both offensively and defensively, you can win games that way. I think it's amazing. And, Bernie, you're a positive guy, and you come on, on here every week, and you're logical about the, the team. We aren't. We're, we're reactionary, and we <laughs> react to eight-game losing streaks and stuff. We wake up today, and there are the Blues tied for the last playoff spot in the West. We think about how horrible it is, but they're in a playoff spot. They are right now, and I, and I, I keep saying is that now it's just they've, they've got a spot in the wild card. Now it's uh, I, I've always said they're one of the top three teams in the Central. Well, now they got to get there. I mean, uh, you know, Dallas seems to be playing so well, but you know, look, Winnipeg lost last night. You know, Minnesota only got one point. 
uh, Colorado lost last night. So yeah, there's there's I don't know if we want to call it parity, but there there's no one that's going to run away with this division. So uh, the Blues are right in it, and and they're right now. Uh, I think that is very impressive. I mean, I, I think everybody kind of has written them off because of the injuries to Tarasenko and to Krug and to O'Reilly, uh, but now all of a sudden they've won four or five. I mean. I said when this happened that short term you could always recover. Now it's going to be now the next three or four weeks now before the All Star break is going to be tough now because uh, the Blues have gone through this kind of the shock of losing Tarasenko and and Krug and, and O'Reilly. Now this is the this, these are the games now coming up that they really are going to have to really concentrate on winning. Is the guy in the game tomorrow night obviously, and then they've got Tampa. They've got a couple of divisional games. And coming up, and then uh, again, a couple more divisional games on the road before uh, the All Star break. So this, these are the times they got to really can they get their concentration going and make sure they 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 continue to win these home games because they're back to five hundred here at home now, and now they've got to they get to really improve that record down with the next six here at home. Hey, Bernie, uh, Robert Thomas got that final goal, the game winning goal in the three on three in overtime. How much fun would you have had playing three on three hockey with all that open space? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it would have been it would have been fun offensively. Defensively, it's not that much fun though. You're chasing people. As long as you win the face off and get the puck, then it's okay. But otherwise, it'd be a lot of chasing. But it was it was really good play by Falk last night to to really. Uh, to break up the because the Blues actually lost that that opening face off, but mm. uh, nice play by Falk and they were able to come down. And that's what it is. It's skill against skill. And um, you know, last night it happened quick, and it's fun when it ha- happens quick for you because we've seen it happen uh, quickly the other way. But uh, I'm not a big fan of three on three. I I, I would prefer if it has to be a. Uh, uh, something happens at the end of the game. I would rather go right to the shootout, but uh, uh, the, the league wants three on three, and yeah, it's sometimes exciting. But I think the guys are getting used to it now. We see more of a take it out of the zone and keep coming and coming. And so it's kind of like sometimes it's got to meet five minutes of wasted time. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, it is. That's just my opinion, but. It, it, uh, I, I hated it for the World Juniors to go to three on three to win the you know the gold and the and the bronze medals because uh, in both games you know the, the both of the, uh, uh, the the World Championship games there and the juniors went to to uh, three on three and um, I, I can have it okay in regular season but there's no way when you're doing something on the line like a gold medal or a, a Stanley Cup you can't play three on three and they they did and that disappointed me it should be five on five to play. You always play as a team game, and, and, and when you come to championship games like that, I, I still think it should be still five-on-five five regular hockey. Bernie Federico, thanks so much for the time. You're always great with us. We do appreciate it, and we'll be tuned in tomorrow. Bally Sports for the Blues and the Flames, game two of the series. Thanks, gentlemen. You guys have a great day. You too. Take care. That's the Hall of Famer Bernie Federico on 101 ESPN.